Welcome back. Yeah, let's recap. Halloween. This is the first of a two-part back-to-back anthology special. We didn't really plan it this way, but it just kind of. Oh, did we? Happen. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't plan it this way. Or did we? You will never know. We didn't. Yeah. Or did we? Yeah, we watched uh, three extremes that came out in 2004. It's a trilogy, tri trilogy of a Korean, Japanese, and Chinese movie. Yeah. All three of them combined together to uh, devalue women as a gender and to positively focus on torturing them. Not That's creepy. Not good. Yeah, Shelly's here with us too. If you're watching The Little Demon, uh, she was part of The Exorcist, the recent one. They're just filming it now. She it's <laughs> been a couple, a, episodes, a little demon. a couple episodes. Shelly, no, no, no. no. She wasn't uh, annoying us during the recording. No, no. Hey. So why not have some bonus yelling at a dog? Woo! Content for this one. I'm just gonna fall asleep in like five seconds. Mm. Yes, so we watched three extremes. Uh, judge by the cover. Looks like goth shopping mall. Uh, I was more impressed by that weird picture I found where uh, you can watch this picture on Instagram and it looks. Like two girls dancing. It's from the third movie, yeah. the third part. And also on the on the cover, it looks a little bit like a vampire. So I guess that there's gonna be something with a vampire. Yeah, and there was. There was kinda. There was a, a yeah. movie within a movie. And I feel like it's hard to pick a cover. Both of the uh, three movies. This episode and tomorrow's episode have movies within the movies too that yeah. are vampire related apparently vampire movies are the go-to movies to take place during horror movies yeah it's pretty good well, I what, guess, was, what was your body count guess? I guess 38 I guess 4 well, that was very close yeah. there were 5 5 across the 3 yeah. stories one in the beginning, two in the second, and two on the third. Uh, um, I guess that the first death would happen at three minute and three second mark. And I said twenty five minutes. And it was nine minutes and thirty seconds. No, it was twenty seven and forty five. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just looking down at the nearest page. 27.45, okay. No, that's a bag of, bag of bones. So you win. I won! What am I getting? You win um, a DVD copy of the movie Three Extremes that you have to watch every day before bed. Oh my god, no. So the first... <laughs> oh wait, let's finish. <laughs> I really don't want to do that. It's like a torture. 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 
torture is the name of the game when it comes to this movie. Yeah, it was creepy. It was good. I liked it. What is what is what you didn't? Not really. No, I thought that uh, it was disturbing. Yeah, it was just. It, it was very artistic, and I like that. I like artistic stuff. Well, we could talk about the intricacies of it all, but um, overall, I didn't like any of the stories that much. What do you say about sex? I said there would not be any sex. Me too. We're both wrong. Yep, there was some steamy married sex. Not married. They weren't married? The husband and wife weren't married? No, there was like the husband fucked the girl who was cheating with. Yeah, but then the husband and wife had sex too. Yeah, but it started with the husband fucking the... Blake ending? What? Uh, I said, ooh, the way you say fucking makes it sound very naughty. Oh, do you see little like teenagers watching us now and <laughs> are just waiting for me to say it again? I hope so. Yeah, this hey. is the crowd that we're aiming to. Um, <laughs> bleak ending. Um, I said yes. Me too. I wasn't sure. I think the three of them has bleak ending. Yeah, I was going to say, I think bleak everything. The second one, yeah. Nice. I guess so we're not sure what's happening there at the end, but... The third one for sure. Animal death? I, I guess that there would be an animal death and it would be a dog. I said yes, a penguin. Why? I have no idea. I'm learning from the best, Metcona. Right. I never got the penguin guess right, but... And the ostrich. If we watched Batman Returns, maybe I'd be right. Yeah, so the first movie... It's called Dumplings. I think it's very long, though. How long was it? Um, I think too long. I think it was like, I, fe I felt like I made a joke after that. I was like, all right, tomorrow we're going to watch the Titanic because the movie from yesterday was the, movie the Bag was of Bones, which are like two movies in a row, basically. It's like almost four hours or three hours. I don't know. And then today I felt like this one is... It was two hours and 45 minutes. Which one? Bag of Bones. And this the movie, movie today? that we watched today was two hours total. That's it? Yeah. yeah, it's still long. I mean, okay, I'm not arguing that it wasn't. That it was it long. felt like it was very long, but yeah, it's. But I liked it. Three short movies. Um, the first one, I feel like I. Uh, I I liked it. Well, I disliked it. Maybe the, I don't know. I didn't really like anything about any of these stories. I thought that they were well done. It's sort of interesting, but um, they, it's basically, a, in a nutshell, about how women are obsessed with their beauty and they want to stay young. So this lady is going to this sketchy apartment in this massive complex to eat dumplings that are said to uh, help rejuvenate a woman from the inside and so and we she see doesn't them really being prepared. know what's in there right we see them being prepared it looks like they're there's like some sort of reddish fruit or something that's being chopped up and ground up and the lady who is uh, her name is aunt may is talking to mrs lee 
her customer about preparing the dumplings and her recipe to make sure that the filling doesn't get out. And she watches her eat them and then makes her sing. Oh, excuse me. Uh, makes her listening. Her. Makes her listen to her singing. She's not a great singer. Right. What she it's has funny. I feel like all the movies, beside the last one, the last one also it says somewhere that it's like the darkest one, but both of the first movies have a lot of comedy in them, like a creepy comedy. Like the moment that she starts singing, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, okay. If there's something positive to take from it, there was some uh, offbeat things about the... The mostly the first story that that I did like, but um, the second one I like the most. Okay, it's just that there there's a scene where she goes to get her dumplings, and we see a a young girl and her mother going in after she leaves, and uh, we can't tell if she's if there's like a home birth, and it turns out. To basically be an abortion. The girl dressed up like a student, so she's like very young, like high school student. Mm-hmm. So we assume that's the mother, and she's very mad, and she's like, "We can't go to a hospital or something. Maybe they're poor." But I think that, yeah, I don't maybe know. that's what I was thinking in the beginning. I don't know what the abortion laws in in China are, but uh, Aunt May says that. Sons are almost never aborted in China anyway. This is interesting. They used to have the one-child policy. Uh, um, so she uh, takes the aborted fetus and uh, uses that to make the dumplings. And uh, Mrs. Lee sees this happening the next time she's there. Yeah, she's trying to sneak to the kitchen to see what's in the dumpling. Yeah, she freaks and, out. Yeah, and she leaves, and then she's back. She, yeah, she's, she's, she rationalizes it's, it's in her mind. It's probably addicting when you're like tasting a flesh of man or a human being. It's just like you need more. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like when you're a kid and you just eat what your parents tell you to eat, and you love chicken nuggets, and then you happen to see what the inside of a factory farm or a meat department looks like. And you're like, that's how chicken nuggets happen? Ah, oh, that's disgusting. But then you're like, but I do like the taste of chicken nuggets, so uh, I could put this aside and I'll go back. And so her need to be beautiful and to win her husband's eye back. Much more, more important. Yeah. But we soon learn that this uh, fetus causes spatial. Some, this yeah. one is a very spatial fetus. Well, it causes some problems for her too. She starts to stink. She's embarrassing herself at a dinner party, so she's she to make weird this rush. She has to make this weird scented bath, and she starts calling Aunt May and complaining about it. And then Aunt May kind of drops some casual information. She's like, "Well, you know." The father of this male fetus was also its grandfather, so it's uh, it's it's very nutritious, though the cursed, fucked up baby. 
That was terrible. Yeah. That was the Chinese uh, production, by the way. Yeah. From Hong Kong. Yeah, because of the one baby thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was in Mandarin, uh-huh. I think, or I don't know. It, it's, they're like Chinese production, Korean production, and then Japanese uh-huh. at the end. Yeah. Makes sense. So we'd see the, the mom and the daughter later on in a bus. And the daughter doesn't feel good at all. And she gets off the bus and... Uh, Two men are sitting in their sp- spots, like, right after that. Yeah, they and then sit one down the where they just got up from. is realizing that all the bench is, like, soaked in blood and all his pants are... Oh, this is disgusting. And then you see outside of the bus, the girl is, like, probably died. Yeah, she's collapsing on the ground. That was the first out. death. 27 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, there was definitely some... uh, The contents of this one is just kind of hard to... Yeah, it's hard to say that I enjoyed this movie about... Yeah, it was was disturbing, but it was very well made. I mean, I like the artistic part of it, like the Mm. shots and like... The angles and I love the music along all the three movies. So mm-hmm. It's brilliant, beautiful, and and yeah, the acting is great. Everything was great. I mean, just like very disturbing. It's like I don't know. Love the Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. A Clockwork Orange. Yeah, it's like to to love. I don't know, like Requiem for a Dream. It's it's not a movie to love. It's it's disturbing movies, but they're very, very well made. So it's just like appreciate them, I guess. And I think this is one of those things. It's just like... <laughs> All right. So then the next one was called... Next month, month we will rake up some comedies <laughs> to balance all the fucked up things in our brain. <laughs> just like Adam Sandler month. A new movie every day. <laughs> Um, we should do that. No, we shouldn't. Why? Because it's too much. I don't want to recap comedies. <laughs> anyway, talk about the funniest parts. I don't think so. This is hard As enough. As you can see, Matt yeah. is full of happiness and comedy inside of him. Well, you asked you me. You like asked that. me a question. <laughs> I don't. I don't okay. You want to? You want to watch another thirty movies in thirty days? You, if you ask me a question, I'll take it seriously. But. Um, that seemed very serious, man. All right, keep going. Take over for me, then. No, you can keep going. Um, well, the next movie is the one that you like the most. Uh, the next it made me think story, about a say. Clockwork Orange. It felt like that vibes. That like <laughs> yeah, this... A, it's called Gang. I don't know really why it's, it was called Gang, but it's about um, this is one that starts off with the vampire movie. So it's a movie within a movie. You see, the director is in charge of the set dressing and getting the shots done. They they go for a break. He's very busy. People are showing him all sorts of locations for the future shoots and things like that. And uh, and then he goes back to this 
massive house in Korea. It's like a castle. He drives uh, out of the studios. And there's a moment that there, there's a girl on the seat next to him. And then after a moment, she's not there. I mean, when he arrives home, she's not there. So I already suspected, like, maybe he murdered someone or something. Maybe he was cheating and it's a girl. And but you don't get many clues until after. So but he they, arrives to his beautiful house. What? They give off the air that he's a talented young director. There's and People yeah. look up to him and respect him. And uh, he's busy, sort of the K- Korean Quentin Tarantino type. Yeah. And uh, there's a kind of a comical, you know, a strange man with a mustache who's dressed like a little schoolgirl comes to say hi to him on the set because he's working on a production a couple doors down. And, uh, and he's... He heard that he's there and he had to come <laughs> say hi. Yeah. And so he's trying to be everything to everyone. And uh, he gets home. He sees a note on his refrigerator from his wife. It says, remember your vegetarian diet. There's some healthy food in the fridge. And so grabs a snack. Does he fall asleep on the couch? And then wakes up, and then everything is no. Everything haywire. is getting like dark, and he's going back, and there is he turn on like a lighter or something, and then there's like a burner on him on his face. That's why I also have like those burns on his face along the movie. After that, he wakes up, tied up, and we find out that it's basically the studio and not his house. After that, mm-hmm. but the studio looks like his house yeah but it's surrounded like around the walls are like more stuff so it's like the his house set inside of the studio his his tying up is very strange too because he's he's bound at the arms but he has a giant rubber band or elastic around his waist into a hole yeah in the wall so he can't run very far mm-hmm. and then there is his wife tied up to a lot of strings it looks very creepy and also very cool I mean it was like a cool picture mm-hmm. and she has her fingers on the piano and a creepy guy that's the guy that caught them put some super glue on yeah. Her finger, so it will stay on the piano, which is really creepy. Yeah. This lunatic in a jumpsuit then goes on this long monologue about uh, how nice a guy the director is, and first asks him if he recognizes him. And oh, I love that part. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very creative scene, and he doesn't. And so he goes, well, she recognized me if I look like this. And he and changed outfit. Like, yeah. And he started to do something like weird. Like, I don't know, he changed to a soldier. He started to walk like a soldier. And then he's like, no. So he changed again. He's like wearing a swimming suit. And how do you call the 
Yeah, swim fins, yeah. scuba mask. And he walks with him. And it's like a fast scene, so I like that. It's like pretty funny. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? And he's very mad, this guy, that the, the director is super, he's a very good guy, he's very rich, he's very successful, and he's also very good, he's like very nice. Usually like rich people are supposed to be mean, and he's not, and it's like not fair because it took everything from the people, from people like him who grew up poor, and his father beat him, and his father like, like was mean to him and to his wife, to his like, to the father's wife and I did like wife. that it 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 put a kind of took you in the opposite direction of ter- in terms of because we don't really know the filmmaker these are all short stories we're just thrust in the middle of their world that uh, you think oh it's an extra the director must have been a dick to him on set and this is his way of getting revenge yeah but then we turn out no he the director was, so, was actually so kind good. of nice to him and he the the guy got stung by a bee and ruined a take, and the director was cool about it and said, "Chill out. He can't help that he got stung." And and uh, it's and, not his fault. And it's just acted as, a, oh, how can this guy be rich and nice? <laughs> it is annoying when you Therefore, see like he must die. a person that has everything. You're like, leave me something. I mean, it's kind of like unfair in a world of everything perfect but this is the world nothing nothing is perfect so i don't know it sounds like you're sympathizing too much with the guy who i don't know i like the movie i like the story I thought fingers to her of uh, course not but yeah. i like the i mean i like the way that they went it's it's very unique and spatial and it's something that I would never i consider myself as a creative person with my ideas i would never guess something like that if you would tell me Guess what's going to happen? I would be like, no way. Yeah. And I, I like that. So I think I like when people surprises me. It's like when we talked about I see you, the good version. When they make me like someone and then hate them and then like them. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. I, I enjoy those movies. Yeah. So he... And it's a character. I can, I can like all characters. I like Jafar in, 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 the, in Aladdin. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's a funny character. Okay. I understand. I was just saying that you, you said that you didn't think it was fair that he had Oh, no, had I'm, talk- nice I'm, no and- I'm talking like in general. I don't think that anyone should be, be like tortured. But I do feel like sometimes like, I don't know, I'm not rich. And then like if I see a rich person does like something so good, I'm like, Come on, that's like, no, be a little mean so I can hate you. <laughs> no, not hate you, but you know what I mean. So I can be like, this, those rich people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I understand where you come from. Like the basic of the idea. I can't understand what he's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's also a movie. I mean, I see people who are doing successful things in Hollywood who also do positive things. Look at Gal Gadot. (laughs) Look at Gal Gadot. No, I love that. I'm just kidding. I mean, like, we're supposed to be two comedians recapping horror movies. (laughs) None of our recap is, like, hilarious. But, uh, yeah, but look at Gal Gadot, for example. She's 
She's like the most perfect person on earth. I've never heard about a person that is better than her. She's just like 100% perfect with everything. That's why I'm like, I have jokes about it in my show that I would never, I mean, I'm, I'm Israeli. I'm like, if one day I'm going to make it a little bit, I, I would never be able to compete her. I mean, I would never be Wonder Woman and also would never be as good as her. She's just like... She was wearing like Aldo sandals on the red carpet, like it's it's a real thing, and I'm like, who else would have done something like that? Like, how much do Aldo sandals? I mean, Fifty bucks. Yeah, I have like thousand dollars shoes here. Probably not, but still, I mean, she could also like not pay for Valentino shoes. Yeah, and she picked Aldo. Do you think that she sang a perfect version of Imagine? Imagine. Yeah. Why? Because she did the whole viral video of Oh, I thought I thought it was beautiful. It. it was so cool. But do you think her singing voice is perfect? I don't care. Well, you said she's a perfect person. I'm asking you. I'm not she's a good person. She's like she doesn't have to dance and 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 sing perfectly. I don't remember her voice very much. Okay. I don't know. I don't I didn't even watch it. I just remember people hearing about it. It's complaining about the videos or something oh my god people I'm asking you see you. those people like to I'm find something you. that that a rich or a perfect person won't have and they'll be like what i mean she's she's a, she's just like too good i even i i ignored the singing i don't even remember the singing yeah it was just the idea was so great and and just to see her she's just like i saw her like i hope nobody doing, finds her in ties her to oh a my piano. god i will go there and like help her <laughs> she's a princess all right so describe she's the, the best thing that happened to israel since israel was born like seriously <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing that came out <laughs> of israel all right there's been too too much positivity talk I'm, about the I'm rest the of the room i'm the second person talk about the rest of the room that's you remember when you told me that every day <laughs> That you're the second person? The second best person that came out of Israel. From Israel besides Benjamin Netanyahu? No, he's the third. (laughs) No, he's he's still there. He doesn't come out. And better that way. All right. (laughs) Um, So there's a a couch that's covered in a tarp or a sheet. And he's able to reach out and grab that. And we see that there is a... Uh, a little girl. Yeah. Probably around, I don't know, 12 or something. I'm and probably she's younger. she's tied up. And she it, can't talk. Oh, right. She's got a gag in her mouth. Just like the wife does. Mm-hmm. And uh, he explains that if he doesn't choke this child every five minutes... He will he's going to chop one of his wife's fingers. Yeah. And he's not joking. And she's a pref- she's a professional pianist. Yeah. And, and the guy tried to make him like him more and stop doing that. So he just starts to reveal bad things that he's doing. Yeah, which he's... I don't think that Gal Gadot has like those <laughs> stories. I think she has darkness in her. No. Well, let's think of some things that uh, you think if Gal Gadot was in this situation, she would admit. 
Like if she had to, because he was basically the director is like, presenting when was evidence that he's not a perfect guy. He is. He does fuck up, and he is done bad things before. Yeah, he tells his wife that he, he was cheating on her for like three years just now on the way back. And he's sorry, but this girl looks much better than her. And she looks like a bag of silicone. So what do you think Gal Gadot did if she was presented in that situation? I'm going to say Except- she definitely parked in like a handicapped spot. No, no. I bet that she would never do something like that. But I'm sure that it's more like on things like... a handicapped like- person. What? She parked on a handicapped person. <laughs> no, I'm sure that she would be like, on seventh grade, I was writing something on the table and then the teacher was mad and I told her that it wasn't me. <gasps> I bet that those are the stories. And that then she I would felt bad have. and I bought a new desk for her. <laughs> I bought, now I bought uh, the entire furniture for that school. Yeah. It felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be something like that. I don't think there's anything really bad that she would have done. I mean, probably she has, like, annoying stories from, like... I mean, she's super famous. I mean, there's no way that people are not just, like, driving her crazy in the street sometimes. Or, like... Yeah, you don't have time for everybody. Yeah, and she has to be rude sometimes and not very nice. Which I can't imagine, but but still. I mean, I, I saw one interview with her that... It felt like it was so sweet, though. It was with a, a an Israeli guy, I think. It was, I think it was in Hebrew. The, the guy is like he has autism or like a, some kind of a disease. He was like very like I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what was that, but she was so patient with him. His dream was to interview Gal Gadot, so she made his dream come true. And he asked her like very basic questions, and she was like. The way that she was talking to him, I was like, oh my God, she's, she's so good. Hmm. So yeah, I don't think there is much to yeah. This podcast became a Worship Gal Gadot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Last. <laughs> it's been a Worship Chris Hemsworth podcast, a Worship yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Who will be next? <laughs> A monster. Um, all right, so continue with what happens there. He has to. He he sees the wife's fingers, a couple of them, get chopped off by this guy. And then he decides, okay, I'm gonna choke this kid. Mm-hmm. And he's choking, and then a wig is coming off, and apparently it's a boy. And the guy also mentioned that he's like beating his child. I was guessing that that's his boy or something. Is like mean to him anyway, so he doesn't really care mm-hmm. because the excuse is that his dad was like that, so he has to do that. I mean, yeah. the way that he's saying that, I thought that it's it's a very good like. It's a cycle of violence. Uh, yeah, I mean excuses. the way he puts it, like the way that he's talking about those things, like so straight and like you're a good you're a good man. You have to like keep something for us for the poor people that will at least will be good or something. And I like how they put everything in the dialogues. I think that it's really, really good. And the way that the the other guy is just revealing, like, bad things that he's doing. And, and, and then the, the other guy is like, yeah, my dad was beating me. So now I'm beating my son because that's what I need to do and stuff like that. It was just like, I thought it was, it was great. The, the script was good. 
and he's choking the kid. He thinks that he's dead, or I'm sure. I think that he's like, he knows that he might be dead, but he's not sure. So he's like, okay, he's not moving. So maybe he has a chance to live after that. And then the the bad guy is going to check, and he's up. So he goes to cut the fingers, some more fingers. And he puts them in a blender at yeah, some point. That was right. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And the wife starts to get crazy. She screams. What else? I mean, he just keeps apologizing to the wife and saying that, I mean, before the blender party, he's like, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get them reattached. We'll get up. We'll, we'll be done with this soon. And, and, uh, Right in front of the guy who's like in control of the situation way more than the bound up husband is. And uh, I I think I dozed off or something because there I don't remember how the the kidnapper guy got cut, but he gets cut in the throat. He went next to the wife. Oh no he What happened there? He was running kind of like, I don't know. Oh, he slapped on their blood or something. Uh, and all those strings were like very tight. Oh, so the piano kind of like wire. Fe right? fell on it. And she just like pushed him a little more. So he will kind of like get messed in the strings. And then she beat him in the neck and took a piece of his neck after that. Yeah, big choke. Just like the vampire in the beginning. And Ooh. it killed him. I think. Yeah. No, I think he did. I think it, he bled out. He was gurgling down on the ground. And then there's the twist. Because the husband starts to say that uh, he has to kill this. He has to prove to his wife that he is a not a perfect man. And it turns out that the piano playing girl is not his wife. That's his girlfriend or something. And the wife is watching this. I kind of back. like you lost them there. Yeah. I think that that's what feel like this that whole like lost. thing was like Sorry. a movie for his wife yeah. to see. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of a strange, abrupt twist ending because that's it. That's just how that one ended. But I do agree. Like I, I mean, I didn't like the torture or kidnapping oh, no, and the course. torture of like women stuff. Things. But I did like the creative stuff for the. So I didn't like the pff, abortion dumpling part, even though that was the main part of the first it's one. Terrible. And the. But there are many other good things. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not made by. That's what I said. I like the movie. It's not that I'm like, oh my god, that's my favorite movie, and I'm gonna watch it every <laughs> night now before bed. Right. I would never do that. Probably won't ever watch it again. But I'm enjoying. I enjoy that we watch it, and yeah. I think it's a great pick, especially for a horror month. And I feel like it's a different, interesting pick that is not oh, like I'm a not, classic. I'm not upset that you picked movie. it at all. I'm just. I didn't know you said like it. You didn't like it. I said I didn't really look overall. I didn't really like. Enjoy, I didn't enjoy watching the movie. I'm not upset that we watched it. There's been movies that I've chosen in the past where I felt 
Tremors that we watched it. <laughs> Tremors. And he picked for us. I see you from 2019, and, and <laughs> that was it wasn't me. that. I chose that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Just be ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Are you videotaping this? Okay. Um, <laughs> Why? Uh, but no, that was a reference to the movie. <laughs> Please stop doing that. The. It's a blog. <laughs> it's good to be on this blog. The third movie was the most avant-garde, artistic. Yeah, wise. that was very artistic. It was called Box, and that was that was the. I might have liked I this one watched. the least. <laughs> yeah, it was too. I feel like it was just too artistic. This one. Yeah. And the picture that they saw in the beginning before I watched the movies, we watched the movies. It's a picture from this one because there were like two weird girls are dancing together. Right. The cover makes it kind of look like they're conjoined twins with like a head above another head. Mm -hmm. But they're young girls who are ballet dancers in this weird sort of underground avant-garde artist presentation. I don't know. Circus is a magician. Yeah, it's a circus, but the crowd is... Ten people sitting on yeah, a dirt floor. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was just like too artistic for like everything. I don't think. I mean, they did that to show that it's like that. There's there are no circus that or any shows that it would happen. Do you think? Maybe that, in the fringe. And yeah, that. I was just gonna ask. Do you think something <laughs> like that would happen in Edinburgh? Maybe. Yeah. But then they they would tell you like in the beginning, like, all right, don't laugh, don't make any noises, just. Uh, sit and stare and if you're moving we're gonna kick you out <laughs> yeah yeah Although if like you shift in the dirt it's not that loud so. no children no animals just weird two weird girls dancing ballet but creepy ballet. But that's not how it starts so the movie starts with a dream oh yeah of a box being buried in the ground and a girl in her bed she's thinking about it and she's then wrapped in plastic, there's a man in a long dark coat digging the hole. And she keeps saying, it's this dream, I keep having this dream, and this is where it ends. And then uh, she's a successful businesswoman of some sort, she's an author, and her male cohort gives her a gift that says, uh, your books are selling good, here's a little gift for me, it's a music box. And she says, like, the box is too small. The box is too small. And then he leaves, and he sees there's a strange woman at the end of the hallway and doesn't really think that much about it. No, he goes to check it, and she's gone. Yeah. So he leaves. Yeah. And uh, and she opens the box. There's, like, a, a music box in there. Her name is Kyoko. The thing is playing, and she starts to walk outside of the room she sees her sister mm -hmm. now we, we have like her. we have like flashbacks along everything right so you see that she was a little girl and she had a sister and they were dancing ballet together and then like they reveal more and more so she finds her in the hallway or like the staircase and She's wearing a beautiful necklace, and that's... Yeah, it's big blue rock. And she has a lot of makeup on her face. Sapphire, right? The blue. Yeah, yeah something like that. I don't know. 
she's got a lot of makeup and she's trying to talk to her. And she's like, it was so hot, it was so hot. And then we're going back to what happened. And they were dancing to that like magician. And do you want to tell? Yeah. Yeah, so the routine is the this, this strange magician guy with white face paint on is just standing there quietly in the middle of the stage while the two, Kyoko and, and, Ko, and Shoko, Shoko are, are dancing. <laughs> Shoko in Hebrew, it's, it's chocolate, like to drink. Chocolate oh, yeah. milk, yeah. oh, like the Shoko. bags? The bags or, the, or just like hot chocolate, like Shoko Ham, mm. Shoko Ham, like Ham. Yeah. Shoko. Shoko is just like a chocolate to drink. So they're dancing and they're Shoko. the big finale is it is that they're kind of contortionist too. So they both get into these boxes and uh and then he the strange clown magician mime guy shuts and locks both of the boxes which are on platforms. And then he goes and takes darts, and he throws the darts on each of them. And they land on and the boxes. It opens, and there are like flowers in them. Flowers, it's beautiful. Explode. I thought it's yeah. cool, and part of the artistic stuff. And yeah, and then the girls are just chilling out backstage, and he singles one of them out, Shoko. He said, "Shoko, you did a really good job out there." So he gives her. That beautiful sapphire yeah. uh, necklace. And so we see the seeds of jealousy are being planted. Yeah. So her sister is getting mad. She's going to try to practice alone. And then she goes back and she sees that she sleeps with him in, like, in the bed. We Shoko, can guess that yeah. there is like an intimacy there. Like yeah. some fucked up <laughs> relationship. I mean, there are little girls are like probably tannish. And he's an old man that you yeah. don't know. Maybe it's their father or something like that. I mean, they all live together, all the three of them. I don't them. think it's their father. They, he gets referred to as like sensei. Um, he's a father figure. They're inappropriate to yeah. sleep shirtless with young girls like that. Uh, and so she is later seen in another flashback or maybe within the same one. With uh, telling Choco that uh, they need to practice their box thing, and so she's in there, and then she locks her in, and then she starts laying on the box, saying like, "I just want to spend one night as you and sleep in this the guy's bed and find out why he likes you more than I do, uh, than he does to me." And then he comes in and sees what's going on. And uh, she inadvertently knocks over some random gasoline that happens to be there. No, before that, she tries to, like, hurt him and he's, like, sending her away. So she takes one of the darts and she's trying to, like, attack him while he's, like, trying to open the box. And she just hurt him a little bit, but nothing much. But while she's doing it, she knocks over. Knocks over? Oh, what do you say? Yeah. It tips over like gasoline or something, like some liquid. There's a candle nearby, and it causes the fire to get <gasps> up to the box, which kind of freezes them. The sensi guy doesn't even make a move to try to get to the box, 
kick it away from the flame or something. And yeah, there is in shock. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and then Kyoko is running away in the snow. There's the, the circus tent is very small and it's like in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by snow. I think and it's part of the artistic presentation. Of course it is. <laughs> That's the idea. You got to walk through the a mile of snow, sit in the dirt, watch some children do silent ballet, and have a mime put them in a box and throw a dart at them. Yeah. And do you want to go see that show? It's $400. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll pass the hat. Yeah, I think it's like a hat show. At Edinburgh, Yes. Yeah, but this is probably for billionaires to uh, they get to jerk off into the dirt afterwards. It's part oh, they pay God. extra. Um, yeah, then we see her in real life in the same place. She's drawn back there. You're not sure if it's a dream or what the connection is, and uh, she gets like a, a note when she gets home from the guy or the guy just shows up at her house I forget I was kind of like confused there there was like one time it was kind of like confusing because like some of them were dreams right. some of them were reality so she has an invitation and she decides to go there to kind of like do that closure and she goes back there there's the the tent is fine now I mean mm-hmm. and everything is good and the box is still there she opens it and her sister is all burned in there and it's kind of like creepy. And he shows up behind her. He takes off that like weird Prostatic mask. Yeah. yeah, and he has like a scratch from like the scar. Right. And I thought she got him way worse than what he revealed, but yeah, wasn't that much. Yeah, I know. I thought so too. I thought she got him in the eye or something. I did too. Yeah. And. It's not, it's like a scar, like from the Lion King scar. <laughs> so, uh, wait, what is it? Um, so he... He tells her that like, he can't, like, he needs both of them. He can't like do with yeah, one of them. Yeah, he was trying to say like, you thought that I only loved her? No, I loved both it of made you. you I, have, I have the same thing for you. And he gives her the necklace because he had two. Yeah. planned on giving it to her. In the right time. So yeah. he puts it on her. Then he tells her that she needs to go in the box. And but first they make out. Oh, yeah. There are like some kissing there. So. Yeah. Which is just, you know, terrible. Because <laughs> he was like, yeah, 10-year-old Kyoko is... It's not which, about I the don't age. Know if it, it's I don't know if it's as beautiful girls. as 25-year-old Kyoko. And, and yeah, so this guy's had some fucked up mentorship going... <laughs> Through the whole time. Where did we stop? But he doesn't tell her to go in the box, right? He just pulls plastic over her. Oh, yeah, he pulls, yeah. And folds her up into a box. There's also this other thing about, it's basically like a voodoo doll that happened earlier. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. We don't, yeah, we know what's going on. So it it was still part of the dream. And then he puts the box in the ground, and she wakes up again for the last time in the movie. And she says about the dream... What did she say? Uh, so just talking about how the dream ended? I don't know. Maybe. But then, like, she's talking, obviously, to her sister. And she's, like, an adult now. And then she goes to the door. She opens the door, and it's her. And she has, like, how do you call it? Like, say, yes. 
I don't like know what when, tomensium like, means. Twins that like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you call it? Conjoined twins. Conjoined in Israel, it's Siam yeah. is twins. See, I thought that that was like her daughter, and they just dressed like that as like a. No, it's her sister, thing. and she but comes out of her like. Grew up, yeah. No. Yeah. Which is a little more. Distant. It's like Chinese foot binding for the whole body. <laughs> she was in that box. She never grew up. Yeah, it was. It wasn't artistic enough until now. And yeah. Yeah, it was very artistic. I mean. I mean, the movie title is Three Extremes, so that's pretty spot on. And I would watch it as part of like Halloween challenge. I don't think that I would recommend it for anyone to watch it. Like, mm, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to watch a movie? You know <laughs> I mean, what? I have a recommendation for you. I mean, maybe it's very it, disturbing. Right. Maybe it would be funny to watch with someone that you know is kind of uh, with your mom uptight or something, you know? Yeah, with like a mother or something. Yeah. With your grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reaction video. You set up the camera, get their reaction to it. It's creepy. Just go to your aunt and be like, I have a movie Bring to over watch. some dumplings and, <laughs> and, and bring them out right before they, they, they know what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I don't like dumplings. <laughs> I don't like much food, many food type. But dumplings is just like very white. It's like the Ashkenazi food, which they do have like but dumplings. But they've existed in China for over 14,000 years. Yeah, but also the, the Ashkenazi have years. like dumplings of their own. Kreparach. Okay. It's Ashkenazi dumpling. I like food with flavors and chocolate and choco. I like choco. Less kiyoko. We're brought to you by Shoko in Chocolate Vata. It's the commercial for Chocolate Vata, the bag choco, since I remember myself. I want Chocolate Vata so bad. It's one of the only things that we don't have it here and in the butchery and it breaks my heart. Oh my God, I had a dream. Now I remember. I had a dream a few days ago that my mom is, no, that my mom is around or something. She came to visit and we're going to a supermarket that have a lot of Israeli food and they had like bags of of choco, of choco bisakit, of choco etvata. And I was like, oh my God. And they only had like five or six and I was like, looking if they have more under that and I asked someone do you have more and they're like no whatever like left here and I was like I was oh my god I was so happy in the dream and it felt like it's not very cold and I was like it might not be good but I didn't care I was just like oh <laughs> chocolate water please send me some stuff we're available for endorsements look us yes up. some sponsorship by Anything else? Israeli Anything final thoughts? Get here. No, that's it. That's yeah. it. It was okay. It was good. It was beautiful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'm Yael Gavish. This is Matt Kona. And Shelly, the little demon, is uh, she's asleep. Don't, asleep don't very well on her back with her legs. Like yeah, wake her up open. like Beetlejuice. I'm not. Yeah, it is. All right. Thank you. Uh, see you tomorrow. Bye.